Publisher Podcast, episode 106. Well, hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Publisher Podcast. I am Alexa Bigwarf, your host. I am so excited to bring you this episode. I know I say I'm excited about all of them, but this was so much fun. I had the opportunity to meet live with Pam Shepard, not just hang out with her, but room together with her. So we got some good quality time at the Publishing University Conference in May of 2023, which is hosted annually by the Independent Book Publishers Association. We had such a great time, and while we were together in person, we decided it would be so much fun to record a podcast episode to talk to our audience about all kinds of fun things like literary citizenship, like book marketing and engagement strategies, like so many other fun things, how to collaborate and grow um, with the people in your community. In the Women in Publishing Summit community, we affectionately call Pam Shepard Auntie Pam. She is always there to help and support and give advice and bring encouragement and just be there to share what she can and mentor the women in our community. Um, It's been so much fun to have her as a part of our programs with her expertise and book launch in a box and as a one of our selection committee members for the conference and just she's just so involved and so wonderful Pam has over 30 years experience in the publishing industry from working in a, a traditional publishing house a large traditional publishing house and also being a bookseller working with retailers to get books into their hands so she has such a vast knowledge on marketability of books on positioning of books on hooks log lines what makes a book interesting how to make sure that your book is marketable all of these things so um, in the show notes which you will find over at womeninpublishingsummit.com under the podcast tab you'll be able to find out more information about Pam and links to connect with her and you're going to want to do that if you need help in any of the areas we just discussed. She's also an editor and consultant, so be sure to check out her information. Before we get into the show, I just want to remind you, if you are not currently on the email list for the Women in Publishing Summit, as we release this in September of 2023, we are getting ready to start the early bird ticket sales for the 2024 Women in Publishing Summit Conference. This will be a live event, a live virtual event, excuse me, all live on Zoom that runs March 6th through 9th, 2024. If for some reason you have uh, come to this, stumbled upon this podcast after that conference, still get on the email list. We offer monthly free events that you can find at Women in Publishing summit.com forward slash events all thanks and a massive gratitude to our sponsors on that note be sure to go over and check out our sponsors on the sponsors page of the website we have been so fortunate to have the support of incredible companies such as PubSite. Uh, your book is your hook, Grace Point Publishing, Bublish, Pro Writing Aid, Lulu, First Editing, Autocrit, Book Funnel, Cindy Childress, Children's Book Mastery, Abundantly Social, Speak Write, Play, Book Baby, and so many more who have made it um, accessible for our audience to receive monthly workshops, uh, webinars that we continue to provide education all around the year, and they help us keep the ticket prices very reasonable and low. They've also almost all provided incredible discounts, deals, and coupons on the tools and services that they provide that you are going to want and need and use in your author journey. We only bring in sponsors that we feel can be a benefit to our 
our community and they have really gone above and beyond to provide some great discounts. Those are all available at womeninpublishingsummit.com forward slash sponsors. So be sure to check out all of those authors and grab your deals before the 2023 deals expire at the end of the month. Um, if you've been waiting to grow your email list with Book Funnel or any of these wonderful edit your use your self editing tool with Pro Writing Aid or set up your website with PubSite or so many other wonderful things, be sure to check those out. Okay, all right. I just can't wait to share this episode with Pam Shepard. And we recorded the video together in person side by side, and that is so much fun. So if you want to see us, you can head over to our YouTube channel youtube.com forward slash write publish sell i'll include this in the link as well over in the show notes and you can see us sitting side by side and having a lovely discussion all right everyone let's get to it enjoy the show Welcome to the Publish Her Podcast, a place where you can come to get inspiration, motivation, help, encouragement, and support in your journey to write, publish, and sell your book. Hosted by Alexa Bigwarf. Cause I've been where you've been, and I felt what you're feeling, and I don't want to get in your way. All right, welcome to a very special episode of the Publish Her Podcast. I'm Alexa Bigwarf, host of the podcast, and I am super excited to be doing this interview with one of my friends and colleagues, Pam Shepard, who is sitting right next to me, so right close. Next to me. Our knees, knees are knees. touching. Yes. <laughs> it's <laughs> the first time we've been together in person. It's so awesome. If you have the chance to go over to the YouTube channel, you should definitely go look for this episode so you can see us sitting knee to knee you can't see our knees but you can see us we're just smushed together we're just smushed together (laughs) so we are at the IBPA conference and uh, which publishing university which if you're not familiar with uh, IBPA it's independent book publishers association and they have this conference every year that brings together small publishers medium-sized publishers some not not a whole lot of really big publishers but there are uh, mostly small and medium as as well as author publishers so what's an author publisher you might be asking. That's somebody who is really taking the business of publishing their own books very, very seriously. So whether you're doing multiple books of your own, maybe you're starting to expand to publishing other people's books as well, but you are an author who is uh, self-publishing in most cases and trying to figure out all the ropes to do it as professionally as possible. So Pam and I, we were putting our heads together thinking about a topic, or actually, we weren't even thinking about this podcast at all. Sorry, dear listeners. We were thinking about just uh, things that that we like. Yes, we do together. That we do together, and and just kind of talking about some of the things that we've done together, and what what, what a great um, opportunity it would be to discuss collaboration. Yeah. yeah, because all of a sudden, in the middle of one of our conversations, we were brainstorming ideas, and it's like we're collaborating look at this we're collaborating but it's not our first collaboration we've been collaborating for a while yeah yeah but (laughs) it it kind of developed and it developed out of mutual respect absolutely you know you respected my experience I respected your experience and we realized we have a lot to combine together yes because you can't know everything 
No, and you shouldn't try to. And that's actually one of the things that we were talking about, right? Like how important it is as you're building, whether whether you're an author trying to do the indie side of it, whether you're looking, whether you're one of the freelancers in our community who's building a business, whether you're doing a course, no matter how you could apply this, like almost no one is the expert in absolutely everything that they do. So one of our first um, collab, our first like collaborations actually was when I brought you on to be part of our um our speaker selection committee mm-hmm. for the summit, mm-hmm. because I saw in you um, a very valuable um, uh, asset for being able to go through and look at from the perspective as, a, as an author and editor, someone who with a lot of experience. Yeah, yeah. and and it it was amazing how inviting me to that to that collaboration mm-hmm. was really remarkable because I said to myself, "Oh my gosh, I have experience that is valuable to another person." <laughs> You know, it's you see it all the time. I mean, when you're an editor, every time you talk to somebody, you realize, yes, my experience is valuable to you to increase your visibility or your mm-hmm. clarity or all the other things that an, an editor does. But this was slightly different because it brought in different parts of my experience. And the fact that it was valuable to you, you know, was a real light that went on in my head. I said, yeah, I have something that is valuable to her. Yeah. And I willingly bring it to your table. Mm-hmm. And that is something about a collaboration that that you don't, you do it to join forces. Absolutely. You don't always do it to exploit someone. Well, hopefully that's never no. the, oppor- the reason. <laughs> it does happen, but. It but does you, happen, but not in this community. Not- no, no, but see, they're, they're, that's one of the things about a collaboration. You know, it's not a mentorship because you're not doing something to help someone and then wave them away. You're working together for mutual benefit. Right. Yeah. So it was through, it was through those conversations and really through that process that I really began to get to know you and to understand your golden egg opportunity of knowledge. That is the fact that you were selling books to bookstores for 30 years and have this incredible knowledge about positioning of books and hooks and log lines and how to make a book really appealing to mm-hmm. book buyers and all of these types of things. And that's when our next real collaboration began when I was putting together all the pieces of book launch in a box. And I came to you and I said, I know that positioning, positioning the book in the marketplace in the, in the right way, which is metadata and other things as well, is such a key element of this Mm-hmm. Of, of the basis of the foundations mm-hmm. of what I'm trying to teach people to do. Now I could teach this, but I'm not the expert. You are. And I would much rather you bring your you know, expertise to the program. And that was really interesting because it was something I took for granted. <laughs> because when you're a sales rep, you just do your job year after year after year after year. And this is what you do. And all of a sudden to realize, oh yeah, I know how to do that. I know how to, to reduce someone's book to 25 words because that's what I've been doing the whole time. Mm-hmm. And that was enormous fun to, to come to your table and offer this to your, to your participants. And what a blast we had doing it. It is great. And it, it, and it brings such a different piece of the, yeah. I, think, I, I think I'm the only person who does a marketing program that actually talks about positioning of the book to this level. Yeah. Well, it's it's. One I can't of the, say that with a fact for a fact, y'all. I haven't looked yeah, at every but, single. Yeah, you know, everybody wants program, to think but. they publishers think about that, but mm-hmm. it's many of the publishers will put that into a component of their of their work with their with their clients. 
you know, is the positioning. It comes out through the metadata. It I comes think out a lot of publishers are just doing that kind of naturally as something that mm-hmm. they do, but for indie authors and for people, like, I don't think there's a whole lot of training for self-publishing authors that digs into the positioning and why that's so important. There should be. There, there should absolutely be. should because be. Well, there is. There is. It's called Book Lodge in a Box. <laughs> <It is. laughs> well, one of the things that, that I've come out to say every time I work with you is that everybody knows how to write the book and they're mm-hmm. writing 70, 80,000 words, but they don't know how to write 15 or 20 or 30. And it's always the bane of their existence to reduce their yes. book to, to small to small portions. It's so hard. But I see this even when I ask authors, like, tell me about your book. And five and a half minutes later, I'm like, oh, good Lord. Sorry if that's any of you guys, but really you have to be able to talk about your book in eight to 15 seconds. Well, and it's or not, it's not at least just under a, 30. Yeah. It's not just a script, right? It's not just a script that you spit out. It's like, oh yeah, it's about a guy. Oh yeah. And the guy falls into a cliff or falls <laughs> off a cliff. And, you know, it is more conversational, right. but the idea is to generate somebody saying, oh, tell me more. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, it's, it's not a script. It's not a script. It's a conversation. So speaking of conversations, back to the whole collaboration thing, like when, when, um, so Pam and I are both obviously experts in, and in, in the industry, we are, we are, we are people who provide services for authors with authors in the publishing industry, but this doesn't have to be an exclusive conversation to just people who are providing services. Authors in our community can serve each other just as well by forming collaborations, can can do all kinds of cool things like having these kind of conversations, actually. That's just it. That's just it. it it's not a, a, a large C, a capital C collaboration with rules and with obligations and things. A collaboration is, is like I said, it's mutual respect and I want her to succeed. And she's, and I'm willing to give you everything I have to succeed. And you want the same for me. Absolutely. And that is those intangibles that come from conversations between professionals. Yes. Is that they don't always have a payoff. They're based on mutual respect, willingness to, to share ideas and the brainstorming that comes from two separate experiences mm-hmm. and 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 backgrounds and all kinds of things you when you, anytime you bring more than one person together you bring in all kinds of things that you never know how it's going to impact the overall what's yeah. moving forward and just being able but even like we were talking about blurbs and hooks and log lines and things like that like those are the kind of conversations that you can have with co-authors with the, not co-authors co-authoring the book but fellow authors collaborating yeah um who say, you know, this is this is kind of what my book is about. Can you help me? Can you help me make that more interesting? So when I'm talking about it, or taking it beyond that to talking about like how you can actually collaborate by supporting each other, by reviewing each other's books, by yes. sharing each other's books on social media. If you can't review each other's books for whatever reasons, by doing group promos, by doing newsletter swaps, by doing group newsletters where you're all sharing out. There's so many ways to get together with with your fellow authors and collaborate. It's, it's always in, in you know, it's the term we've, we've talked about is literary citizenship. Yes. How do you mutually support the other members of your community yeah. in a way that advances the industry as a whole? Yeah. Does that sound about right? Yes. Yeah, that does sound about right. Remind me of that. And it's, it's not about, um, so I got a face, I'm sorry, I don't normally, I'm not gonna say this person's name, but this, I'm just going to tell you what literally happened to me this morning. 
I woke up to a Facebook message, to a DM from someone. And I thought, oh, wow, I haven't heard from this person in a while. Yay. It was a link to her Amazon page that said, please go over to Amazon, buy my book and leave a five-star review. Oh, dear. That's not collaboration. No. That's not literary citizenship. That's a demand. And what it, it is a demand. And it's, it's smarmy. As Kirsten well, Oliphant would know, say, it's smarmy. I don't like that. Nobody else does either. I think in the in the world where there are so many people trying to offer help to authors who might not know the the procedures, mm-hmm. they're getting the piece of it, but not the whole. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not getting the whole of how you participate in a community. And when you're in a community, you don't walk in and say, "Hey, you know, review my book." <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? How can we work together? How do we, how do we make this community better? Yes. You know, how do, how, what can I bring to your community rather than what, what can you do for me? Yeah. Well, there's a few things about this. And I think we should dig into a couple of these things right now while we're talking about it. And that is one, you should never be demanding reviews for anybody or telling somebody explicitly no. to go buy your book and leave a five-star review ever, no matter who it is. Nobody should be asked to leave a five-star review. You should be asking for a review that, you know, a, a representative review, basically, that, that really represents what they feel about it. And if they can't give you a good review, then to let you know, rather than leaving you a bad review. I think that's more of the way. Second of all, when you work with other authors, you should never assume, you should never go buy someone's book and leave a review under the assumption that because you're buying and reviewing their book, that they're going to do the same for you. That's not really collaboration no. either. Now you can certainly do it out of good faith. And I encourage you to, especially if it's an author you're trying to um, build a relationship with, that's a really nice way of saying, Hey, I read your book. I loved it. I reviewed it, but never with the expectation that they're automatically going to do something in return for you. Yeah. That's not the right way. That's, that's not the right way. Right. No. Cause you can't go in trying to negotiate a, a benefit. You go in generously. You know, this is, this is for all of us. This is not just for you because the reviews that I, that I make will help everybody. Right. And, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a position where, you know, I don't, I don't have a book and I don't need to have, I can give reviews and I don't need anything back Mm -hmm. except to help support the author. Exactly. And that, um, that it's if you go into it where you're just buying something and then expecting people to do it back, you wind up getting really resentful and getting burnt out and getting, getting just angry that you're spending all this money and leaving reviews for people. So the proper way to do it is to form relationships with people through communities like the women in publishing summit through IVPA conference, through other types, writers, Inc, Nink, um, uh, 20 books to 50 K all of these great conferences that happen form relationships in those communities and then come together and figure out who can be supportive of each other. Because the other thing is that um, if you're doing now reviews, anybody obviously can read and review anybody's book in any genre. If it's a book you enjoy, you should read and review it. But when it comes to like swaps, newsletter swaps, um, webinars, joint webinars, podcasts, anything like that, you want to be making sure that you're forming relationships with people that make sense for what you're doing. Well, and at the, at the root of all that is trust is mutual trust. Mm-hmm. You trust that 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 those people that you're sharing with are respecting your effort and will and will reply with an effort. Mm-hmm. Or if they can't, you know, they they can say that they can't. 
Right. But there is that mutual trust that is there. Yeah. It's mutual trust and it's mutual respect. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, when you have that, the doors are open to all kinds of things happening. Yeah. And it's not just reviews and sharing reviews. Like there's all kinds of things that authors can do to collaborate with each other, to collaborate with other professionals in the industry. I yeah. Mean, I, I know that I've had conversations with independent publishers and we, we're just talking, we're just shooting, shooting, shooting the stuff. And, you know, I'll say something like, well, did you think of this? Mm -hmm. Well, did you think of this? Because it comes from my experience that they don't have. Right. And when you combine the the universe of of experience that one person has with the universe of experience another person has you don't know where they collab where they connect yes and how they can collaborate to Im improve one side or the other or both that is so true and I find that to be one of the most generous aspects or one of the best aspects of the of the indie um, publishing community yeah. yeah is that everybody is so generous I, I have yet to um, to make a connection with somebody who was unwilling to have a conversation with me or share resources mm -hmm. or be a guest on the podcast or be a guest at the summit or um, uh, swap, like I I'll send them um, a an author that I think would be yeah. good for their publishing company and they send me people, you know, because those Because we're in things. this community and it's yes. the citizenship side of it. Yes. It, you know, I love the term. I don't know where I heard it. It must've been in, in IBPA somewhere that the term of literary citizenship where, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm a member of this community and I'm going to do right by this community by sharing what I have, you know, yet there is a time when you're crossing that line from sharing to professional tasks. Oh, I'm so glad that you brought this up because I think this is an important conversation to have. Yes. Too. I, I had a, um, I had a friend who is writing a book and she asked all her friends what they thought of this, what they thought of this. And she asked me, and it's like, you have crossed the line with a professional that you can't ask me without negotiating <laughs> the task, right? You know, because you're asking for something not of, a, of just your friend, you're asking a professional. Yeah. And you need to have some kind of agreement that when you reply to me with your expertise, then there is a cost involved. Yeah, I think this is a hard one for a lot of people to... Um... Especially because like in, in a lot of the, there's a lot of content being created for free mm -hmm. on, uh, for example, on the right publish cell blog on our YouTube channel yeah. on the women in publishing summit page on the through the webinars that we do. There is a lot of content that I provide for free right. that, that, that not just me other professionals in the industry tons and tons of information out there on blogs and all that. I think it has created um maybe an expectation that people should be able to receive all of this information well yeah free. and when you talk when you talk about sending your your novel out to beta readers for free mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um that cultivates an attitude that you don't have to you don't have to pay somebody right but when i have a client who says would you be willing to do this and of course i want to pay you for your time i'm i'm about to say i'll do it I'll negotiate a really good price because you respect my ability. Yes. You respect that. Yes. And, and therefore you get extra benefits for that. Yeah. In, in the same way that um, 
I'm not going to call up my plumber and ask him to walk me through how to fix my toilet, right? Because that's his profession. And I can go YouTube it and hope that I don't break the toilet worse than it is, or I can call him in and have him fix it and pay him for his time and his expertise. And I think it's, it should be okay for all of the professionals, not, not okay, should be completely acceptable for any professional in this field to expect to be paid for their their expertise and their and, service. You know, it is there there are a lot there's a huge range mm-hmm. of, of payment. Mm-hmm. And you can find what you want or you can find it what what you don't have to pay for. But mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to tell you one of the things that I see a lot is people going um through certain we'll say discount sites um that, that have freelancers that are doing stuff at much, much, much lower rates than other freelancers are. Now, sometimes you can find good freelancers on these particular sites, but often you get what you pay for. And I see this time and time again, when people come to me to say, I got this formatted and it's awful. I can't use it or it keeps getting rejected. Can you help me? And we have to send them and they have to start over and they have to pay yep. again. So, you know, um, uh, on that line, like if you're paying nothing or next to nothing sometimes well, there may be a reason but on the same time a lot of formatting and covers also should not break the bank there are plenty of well reasonable... at the same yeah at the same time you know for me as an editor editing is different you well, should expect a big bill with but, editing. <laughs> but even even that um they need my clients need evidence that i will do a good job so yes, i do a, i absolutely. do a sample edit mm-hmm. i do a sample edit and if you like what we do on 5,000 words or 4,000 words or 3,000 words, whatever we negotiate, then you can decide whether you want to go further. Mm-hmm. And that gives them evidence of what of what yes, I can do. For sure. When you look at someone's um, sample of what their portfolio, the portfolio of, of books that they've created, mm-hmm. portfolio of covers they've created, mm-hmm. then you get a sense of the evidence of That's right. whether they can, whether they match your intentions. Right. And I think evidence is really an important aspect of all this. Evidence is very important. Um, it's funny because I've been, I work one-on-one with, um, as a consultant for people publishing their own books or other people's books. And I've been working with a woman who's doing an anthology and this is her second anthology. The mm-hmm. first one she did through a publisher, the second one she decided to do on her own. And we've been um, meeting together and I've been helping her through the process and that evidence can come quickly with a consultant or not, right? And she Oops. told me in the second, was it the first or the second meeting? She told me that she had learned more in that 30 minutes with me than she had learned in nine months working with her previous um, support person or whatever. So sometimes that evidence is just through knowledge, right? Through what well, you- and it's, it's knowledge that you gave as part of your, as part of your package. Exactly. But you also gave a lot more than squeezing it out one word at a time. Right. You were you have, uh, you know, uh, all the riches of your experience come into that thirty minute, you know. And if they recognize it, then then they will recognize what you're worth. Yeah. Some people don't know that though. Some people don't know that, and some people don't know that they need to know that they need to be paying back to what we were talking about a minute ago. And it's an uncomfortable women in particular were very 
we have, well, I, I can't say we, because not everyone has this problem, but I would say there's a lot of women who struggle with value, who struggle with setting prices if they're running their own services, who struggle with knowing whether, and I'm one of them. I mean, it took me a long time to realize the value of what I was actually providing people. Yes. Yes. And that's a, that's a big thing. And I still give away so much stuff for free, but when somebody comes to work with me uh, or ask me questions beyond there what is, I, you know, there's there a is line. That, there is that line. Mm -hmm. And, and I've gotten to the point where, you know, I have clients that are established and when they're established, I know that we have that rapport mm -hmm. so I can be very generous with them. And, you know, that makes it easy because I know how they regard my, my ability. And when one of those, one of those um, clients will come back to me and said, well, you know, I just kind of have you on retainer. <laughs> and I'm about ready to pay you again. It's like, oh, okay, okay, that's Everybody fine. Needs that. I'm just going to keep paying you every month yeah. for your knowledge, <laughs> so I can oh, call yeah. you whenever I want. And you know that makes it really hard for the people who don't, and it mm -hmm. makes it easier for me to walk away from somebody who doesn't respect my ability. Yeah. And part of that is not a malicious, dis disrespectful attitude toward me. A lot of times it's they don't know. Yes. No, I agree with and that. And they haven't thought about the fact that wait a minute, this is a professional. I am, I'm going to cross yeah. over that line to ask yeah. for professional tasks here. Yeah. And I, I'll often say, look, I can be generous with you. We can talk about editing. We can talk about your, your characters. We can talk about this because I know that when you need me to, to cross over into a real task, you know, you're going to pay me. Right. Yeah, no, I would agree with that a lot. And I see this even all the time, just within my own friend group, yeah. I'll have somebody reach out to me and say, Hey, my friend wants to write a children's book. Can you talk to her for 30 minutes? Can you mm -hmm. talk to her and tell her what she needs to do? Or my friend wants to, you know, write a, write a novel or has just written a novel. What do they need to do? And so one of the, I'll always respond very That's generously. Right. And right. thank you. That's, thank you for thinking of me. This is so exciting for them. Here's a couple of free resources on my blog that can help yeah. them get to that next step. So I always, you know, respond with that. But then if they come back, then I'll say, here's where you can schedule a consulting call That's if they right. would like to That's know right. more. <laughs> That's right. Because there, there's so much content out there for free. Yes. yes. And, you know, to have someone come and say, well, how do I get this? I, you know, I say it's there, go mm -hmm, get it, mm -hmm. go get it. And when you need more, we'll talk and we'll decide what you need that I have. And, you know, the, the first call is always exploratory yeah. and free, you know, and I think that there are so many um, providers in this business who work that way. Yeah. Where, yeah, where, you know, you take a look and you, there's two parts of it too. Do I have services that can be valuable to you? And the other part is, can we get along? Mm. Oh my goodness, that's so important. That's why we're here together. Because we found out <laughs> fast we get along. Especially with the editor, since you're an editor, like this is really important. With that editor um, piece, oh gosh, gosh, you have to have a, a rapport I'm, with that person. I'm, I, I, it's their baby. Mm -hmm. It's their baby. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I've said to, to you on other things that we've done together that, you know, I sit down and I, in, I try to channel that person to see what their intention is. Mm -hmm. And if, if it's, she's a little weird. Yeah, she's channeling. It gets a little weird. No, but I really have to identify what they're trying to do and interpret what they're trying to do so that I can mess with it. Absolutely. I mean, if I'm going to mess with their work, I need to know what they're trying to say so that I don't push them off their own cliff because it's <laughs> not my book. Right. It's their book. 
And you know, the the early courses that I took in in ghostwriting, because I'm certified um, and certified a little bit crazy too. <laughs> <laughs> but but the 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 main the the main idea is it's not your book, mm-hmm. and that has that has stayed with me over and over again. I may I may want to change it to something but it's not my book and it has to align with all the other features yeah. with their voice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, when, when I can do that, they, the, the, the client understands that I have spoken in their voice and I've made their voice better and they don't even know that I've done that. Yeah. Well, we have covered a lot of ground here oh, today, but I mean, the, the, the big, I think the biggest takeaway from all of this is how important it is to form relationships in, in this yeah. writing community. It's, it's in the community. Mm-hmm. It's personal. Mm-hmm. It's based on respect. Yeah. Um, it's what else did we say? We just, all, we all just the covered things. so many, but so you know, but just what we're doing, just what yeah. we're, what we're exemplifying through this conversation and through the conversations that we've had since yesterday and well, for years now, when we get together and gab on zoom or do do whatever, like just the, the act of, of having another professional in my career field that I can brainstorm with, that I can toss ideas with, that I can get a little bit of mentorship from that, you know, all of that stuff. But I hope I, I also equally feed back into you. Absolutely. And it's, it's just, it's that is completely mutual. Yeah. It is a mutual trust. It is mutual respect and it's mutual generosity. Right. It, it's quite delicious, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but the, these are the types of things that I that we really want to focus on throughout um, through the Women in Publishing Summit yes. community. Because uh, yes, yeah. you, as as the CEO, as the founder, as the the top of the heap, all that attitude that you have drifts down into everybody that takes this course. <laughs> and I, you know, I have not spoken to to anybody who doesn't say that it's a great place to be i have personally think that it's the best place to be but yeah. you know it's my community so it but it, it's amazing because it's got women like you and no, so many other you've done. look what you've done see <laughs> i'm not going to let her push like... it on somebody else i need to i need to support her and show her <laughs> you know how valuable what you do is see i and, do I, yeah. I do because i see it in the response of our community yeah and, um, and, and, and it really, it really makes a difference to me when I hear people's successes, not directly because of me, but because of what they learned because of the, the container that I gave to them. Yeah. And, and that's but really building, special to you're me. You're building it out too. Yeah. You're building it out. Yeah. So, you know, if you're listening to this or watching us on YouTube, yes, the Women in Publishing Summit is a week-long conference that happens in March. But it's more than that. It's it's community that we build, that we create throughout the year. We have monthly webinars and workshops and opportunities. We have specialized programs like Book Launch in a Box that Pam is one of our special guest experts on that really digs into the marketing, the pre-launch marketing, not your like, once my book is ready to go, but all the stuff you got to do long before- continuously and positioning of the book is something not talked about enough and it's so key to the marketing and you know you know you have a women in publishing facebook and Mm -hmm. the the engagement i see over and over Mm -hmm. and over again where people put a question and know they're going to get an answer know Mm -hmm. they're going to get somebody to talk to them about it 
and it's not just know me that, and my team. It's you. Yeah, it's it's yeah. other people in our community who but are when, very willing. To but when that. someone has a success too, mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah, let me go. Yes. And buy that book and help yeah. that success. Yes. You know, there was one situation where someone published during the book book. Yeah, Linda box. Needham's book. Yeah. And shot her right had, up to number shot one. Shot her right up to number <laughs> one because she was talking about it. She was using the example and there it was, there was evidence, mm-hmm. evidence that that community is responsive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was really wonderful. She happened to write a book, how to brainstorm your novel for romance writers too, which was, you know, obviously perfect for our community, but regardless, it, I don't think it, it would have mattered. There were some elements that came out of our conversations in the workshop. Mm-hmm. She positioned a yes, few things. That's exactly straight right. From, straight from our conversations in the workshops. That is exactly right. Uh, her book launch in a box. She said doing that and doing the positioning exercise, and that's directly what yeah. what led to her decide to market her book in the way she did to launch during the Women in Publishing Summit to be in and around. And that. she had content. She had good content. And she had, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the key to anything else yeah. we're discussing about the books. Is good content first and foremost, but. You know, anyway, well, Gosh, we could talk a week, we could, we could talk forever. And I think it's great. And, you know, the exciting part about being here at PubU with you and getting to see you in, in person is having these person, these in-person conversations and getting the chance to share meals and share time. But we're about to go meet a whole bunch of other people who are so similarly minded mm-hmm. to us. And, and it's just gonna. And what's nice is that we don't just talk publishing. No, of we course talk not. about gardening and you know, our pets, kids and, and kids, life and love <laughs> oh, and dear. romance. Oh, and, but it makes, it makes a pain. really good combination. <laughs> it does make a good combination no, to amazing. know someone. And to, I think, you know, I, I would say that that's what also makes this community very, very special is that it's, it's personal. It really is personal. And even if it's, even if it's not intimate and meaning deep down into the, into the, person or right there is that mutual respect into that whatever level that they know you for yeah agreed you know I know so many people in this business I can hardly keep them all straight (laughs) but but we have this this enough of a depth of respect that is is wonderful and maybe there's a chance to go deeper but it doesn't matter because the respect is established on that layer that is the publishing business Yeah, yeah I agree yeah. Well, this has been such a great conversation. Thank you for coming and sharing it with, with our community. It's not just yeah. my community. It's yeah. our community, the Women in Publishing Summit community, the Publisher Podcast and all of the things. And yeah. I just realized both of us match the curtains behind oh us. Oh my God. <laughs> How did we do that? We match it. We so funny. Color We're green. so color coordinated. I didn't get the message. This was accidental. This is totally lovely, actually. This lovely curtain at the hotel room. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, this well, you know, you can... You can contact Alexa about women in publishing about the the summit. It's coming in March. She also does a school, Mm -hmm. really, really rich in content. There's book launch in a box that I know some of the participants are a year or more ahead of their launch Mm -hmm. and they're doing the prep work now, which is really valuable. Yeah. Really valuable. Um, And, you know, you've got to, you've got to take a look, got to take a look. And Pam, tell them about what you do. You're the guest of honor here. Just let them know how to get out of you and what you're doing. I'm a consultant. I do developmental edits. Um, I call myself the market smart consultant because I've been out in the marketplace for over 30 years. Mm -hmm. You know, there were 20 years with Random House and five years with Simon Schuster and nine years with a commission group, you know, with 40 publishers. 
and to do developmental editing over the top of, tw of 20 years of that, you know, now to do the freelancing, there is a mesh of the editing and the positioning and the and the, the querying and the and the descriptions and the log lines, all these things that I was using all those years, mm -hmm. but didn't realize I was using. Mm -hmm. You know, don't ask me to write 70,000 words. I will never be able to do it. <laughs> but I can write your 25. All right. I can do your 25 just fine. And that is a surprise that comes out of having done that. Mm -hmm. So there's the editing, there's the the metadata. The comps are, you know, right up my alley. So where everybody says, what the hell do I do with my comps? Mm -hmm. I can help with that, you know? Yes, you can. You have helped us with that. And, and it's also part of our program. And yeah, um, yeah. there's a step-by-step -step process. There is a step-by-step -step process. Yeah. And that it's important for people to understand that you actually have to follow a process and not just kind of figure it out along the way you can. But, but, you're, but you know what? When you have this, this anxiety about how can I find them, just turn to the step-by-step. -step. It's a recipe. You mm -hmm, do this, then mm -hmm, you do this, mm -hmm. then you do this, and you're actually going to find this. And you find more than this because you find someplace to market the thing. You you refine down your your niche. Mm -hmm. You refine down your, your readers. You reach the readers. And that's the big thing. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. We agree on a lot of stuff. We do agree on a lot of stuff. It's been great. I've, I've really- Thank um, you. I've really enjoyed- Thank everything you. that you've brought to well, my professional development, my community, yes, my thanks. courses, all of those things. Well, I love that you asked me the questions that make me go someplace I didn't know I had. You got a lot of stuff in there. So <laughs> thanks for sharing it with us. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's close this down. All right. Get mushy. I know. I love you, Pam. <laughs> all right. Thanks everyone. Have a good one. Thank you for joining us on the publisher podcast. We hope to see you back for the next episode. Great, huge thanks goes to Jasmine Commerce for the use of her song. You can find Jasmine on SoundCloud. Go check out all of her music. We'll see you next time.